Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the After Hour Sessions podcast. This is your host, D-Rock, and I'm joined by one of your favorites, one of my favorites. She's awesome. There's so many ways to describe this person here. It's like she's a domina, a dominatrix. She's an artist. She's an activist, all-around badass. Just, I mean, just so many amazing things you could say, but we have to give it up to Domina. Katarina, the Dom Cat Pierce for joining us again. So, how are you? I'm great. Oh my gosh, that was such a good inter- in, uh, introduction. You should have seen me like doing a happy dance over here. That was so <laughs> <crazy>. <laughs> well, you know what? It's all true. And I could have added like 20 more things. And then I'm like, <laughs> but then like the first five minutes would be might be my intro. So I'm like, let me, for the people I, listening, let me cut it short. I'd listen to that, but. <laughs> <laughs> So I, I, I gotta say just, I mean, there's, we got things to talk about, but I gotta just ask the basic, how the hell are you? Like what's been going on? I'm doing well. I am um, working a lot. Um, November is really great for sessions. Um, and I'm starting to focus back on my clip store this month. So really uh, coming out with these new releases, I'm getting through that editing backlog. So I have so much coming out. But um, other than that, I'm just grateful for my kitty cats, coffee, and sunny days. That's, you know, all I can ask for at this point. No, absolutely. And and before we get into the event like that we're going to talk about, um, your clip store, which I always talk about how, like, it's one of the best out there, but it's just awesome. Like, even um, you had that one video, and I'm going to make sure I have it right here. But from the awesome, uh, you had like the perfect pet, like the threesomes, like that was cool. The live vid with, uh, I just named Riru, uh-huh. like the massage, like just so awesome. Like this, this and just different, but just like captivating stuff that you continue to do. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Perfect pet is so great. Um, it was actually supposed to be a whole other scene. So I still have that scene that I want to do and it's super fucking hot. Um, but Leah Michelle is gorgeous. She's so great to hang out with. Um, so, and we actually have another scene that I'm editing right now, uh, which is just um, the two of us without Riru. Um, and there's wax play, there's electro, um, and then there's some pussy eating. So yum, yum. Yes. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I like to um, still mix in like the fetish, um, you know, a little tamer sort of things and then you know bring some bring some spice that uh 
that show with Riru was actually a live show for my OnlyFans. Right. And, and you know, things were going really fun. I, I let him flog me so we could watch my booty jiggle. Um, <laughs> that was awesome. It was great. I got that. It was awesome. And then, um, you know, people weren't tipping enough, so we turned off the camera and just fucked. <laughs> nice. Nice. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> so that's uh, that's how we did that. It was a really, it was a fun time. There was, It's funny. That was a good one. Okay. So that, that was a hot one. Like, did you, let's be real. Let's, 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 let's peek behind the curtain for everyone. <laughs> was that like, no matter what, if the tips were there or not, was like, what's the fucking going to happen anyway? Like you knew. Oh, I told Riru, I was like, we're going to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like you're fucking me tonight. It just depends on whether or not it's going to be on camera live or recorded later. Okay. Okay. So I, I, <laughs> I was just like the vibes from the video. I was like, "Oh yeah, the the, the chemistry is like, it's, <laughs> yep. it's there. It's it's just there. Like, there's a level of comfort that I'm like, yeah, like, it's popping off. Yeah, yeah. Riru, he was supposed to come over and like build a litter box for me, and then we ended up just having sex. So that was there was That's, some nasty yeah. chemistry there. <laughs> That's 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 a funny like also like build a litter box, have sex. Build a litter right. box, have I still, sex. I still don't have the fucking litter box, D Rock. Of course not. Of course <laughs> not. You you got to get someone else to build that for you. You can't someone who will actually build it for me. Yeah, yeah. Or make that part like the next clip, like he's building it, and then it's like it leads to sex. Right? Yeah. That, oh, that would be good. Like, hey, hey, carpenter. <laughs> Yeah, thanks for building this for thanks me, for and you know, be my <laughs> kitty cat. Right, I have a tip. <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I haven't played any like uh, pizza deliveries yet or anything like that. So I think we should maybe mix well, plumbers. To to be fair, to be fair to you and and to everyone listening, how can you go back to pizza deliveries when you're doing face sitting black light fantasies with with alien ast- astronauts? So like you're. <laughs> You're not even on this planet no more. So how can you go back to pizza deliveries? <laughs> that one was so fun too. Oh my god, there's a um uh an exclusive 420 speakeasy um around me. And okay. um I asked the owner one night, I was like, Hey, somebody's coming in just for the night and we want to film, maybe hang out. Can we use your spot? And he let us and I got to wear the astronaut helmet. <laughs> <laughs> With everything it was so fun it was i loved that one too i had okay so another behind the scene question because that's an awesome video i just want to know not even i mean you could tell me while you're filming like but when you thought of this idea was cannabis involved at all yes or no i think the original one yes <laughs> um, probably. I mean, we the actually the original um idea, we were gonna go to a play party, and mm. um, we just couldn't find any good ones that night. It was a Wednesday, and post Pando New York isn't the same. Um, so we were gonna go to a play party, and we were gonna do it as like he had a wild night with Domina Caterina. Mm-hmm. Um, we, once we went to the speakeasy, we were like, well, we're gonna smoke weed anyway, so. Right, right. <laughs> We're both a little bit of potheads, so that's fine. So now, is the are these clips like your babies, or 
are there some that you could pick like that stand out as like they were either more fun to record or they're like your best work or are they all is it too hard to pick oh it is hard to pick it really is because there's there are some that are really like the most fun is in the filming and some of them like the the extra special fun comes out when I'm editing um like I have some good ones that are just me and someone else like Hitchcock Mm -hmm. um that was one of my pegging ones that I did I did the um psycho Hitchcock opening in it um with a dildo um but like alien astronaut that was fun because I just I mean I sat on Buona's face and he loved it um but the face sitting favorites with Vivi and Jayla and Hans yeah that one was really fun and poor Hans he was like laying there and when Vivi said at the end like it's our victory pose Hans and I was like don't fuck it up like I was really sitting on his face that poor guy had to hold his breath until we were done posing so (laughs) I, I I don't think to be fair, anyone listening is going to really feel bad for Hans no. for all the videos he's done. I mean, the videos he's done with you alone, people aren't <laughs> are like, you know, they're, I'm surprised more. He, he He's the nicest guy in the world. So that's why people won't go screw that guy. But when they see like this, like the video and like all these beautiful ladies sitting on his face, I don't think anyone's going, well, poor, poor Hans. That must be poor, a tough life, you know, like. Poor Hans. Oh. He, he's so nice that that he just got chosen to do an ass job with Cat. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Oh, it's just, Who man, why is, you know, Hans. no one's going, no one's sitting there going, why Hans, why, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah, no, man, Probably. guy can't catch a break. <laughs> no, Hans is definitely living the life. Is he ever? Like, I'm just like, man, like, if I come back reincarnate, I gotta be Hans, because I'm like... <laughs> This dude just has it. Like every time I'm going to let people in. So behind the scenes from the after hours podcast for like the past year, I'm like, you know what? For a solo episode, I'm going to do like my top five favorite Hans videos. It's like, you know, little like nice. It's a good topic. He has a lot of good videos, a little tribute, but he keeps putting out more and more good stuff. I'm like, well, damn it. There goes the list. Like, I don't, I don't. And then I'm like, do I do 20 or something? One with uh, Jennifer Thomas. It's amazing. Jennifer Thomas. I'm like, this is absolute hotness. Also, Jennifer Thomas. Like, come on. You just got the session girl. Right. And to do an oil wrestling vid, and it's, like, hot and amazing. So And, hot. like, I'm like, dude, like, this guy. And then he has one with Courtney Olsen that was just amazing. And then I'm like, I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I can't. It's going to be, like, a mini series, Like, Hans' best clips, like the top 50 and you know it's like he just keeps doing it man so i'm like this dude yeah he's really pumping it out it's really it's really great it's really great especially in la when he gets to travel to the west coast he seems to be really living his best life and i oh yeah oh yeah yeah he he i i agree i think yeah he he hans is out you know 24 7 out in out in cali well how about you in philly what are you doing in philly you getting your face out on it all I did recently. I I did. <laughs> I had a uh, a nice tantric massage the other weekend with uh, Natasha Leona, Ooh. and we did a little like tantric oil wrestling. So that was fun. Yum yum. Um, um, and then I'm 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 saving up. You know, my I got to get hype. You know, for uh for your event on the 26th. Like yeah. 
you know? Look the at you. Like, back. Right, right. Perfect segue, by the way. Look at you. Yeah, um, surrender. This is the second surrender event that I'm having. The first one was bondage wrestling. Um, I think what I'm doing with this series is like surrender wrestling and something. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this one is wrestling and asphyxiation because it focuses on breath play, um, face sitting. Um, and we're going to talk about breath play safety, um, you know, how to do neck scissors. And we'll have some community mat time during that time. And then we're going to have the Face It Orchestra, which you will be a note in the Face It Orchestra, yes? Yes, I'm, yes. I'm excited. Very excited. Um, this is the second Face It Orchestra. I'm doing the first one live. Um, so that'll be a performance. And people who don't want to come to um, the, the event in person, I know some people still kind of stay away with, with COVID and things like that. There is an online option. They can just watch the live stream and they can watch the demos, the lessons and the performance that way. But the people that will be there are going to get to wrestle this incredible lineup. Yes. Public or private, Matt. There's going to be a vendor who is sells some really excellent elevated delectables. Um, and did I say DJ? Yeah, we're going to have a DJ and we're going to have topless tarot we're gonna have somebody there doing topless tarot card readings wow okay okay yeah i gotta give a little different and uh, listen i'm already planning the next one d rock oh i know you are i know you are i i i know um that's how that beautiful mind of yours works it's it's (laughs) just going it's going d rock you want to know what it is you want to know what it is Oh, I, I wasn't sure if you were going to let, yeah, I'm, you know I do. I'm so excited about it. I can't even, I can't even hold myself. It's going to be Surrender Wrestling Pro Style. I haven't figured out the name yet. Um, but it's going to be Pro Style Wrestling and Diablo and Vivi are going to give lessons in some Pro Style holds so wow. that everybody can, can, you know, join along. Um, and then it's going to be a murder mystery. What? Yes. It's going to be. I, now I, I'm like, I just committed myself to writing a murder mystery, but it's going to be a murder mystery and you have to wrestle to get the clues. Wow. Okay. So you're writing. Wow. Okay. So you're legit. Like, uh, I see. I, I didn't know this. I would have added that to the intro, you know, a writer. So like you have that, but it's just <laughs> like, it's like, so a murder. Okay. So now. Every so that like, everyone's gonna be so. How would that work? I guess. Uh, yeah, forgive me. I had a couple beers before. So, <laughs> <laughs> but um, so like anyone can just kind of pick someone like wrestle and try to get the clue. Basically, we are. Um, so these are mini session events because I really want to make it worth the time for the people to come in, and you know, keep like vivi and lana and and those like heavy hitters like that and also introduce newer wrestlers like this time we have Mif- uh, mix box um mm-hmm. and have a, a couple others um coming in and um yeah i just we have to i mean it's i know it's difficult for people like with with sessions because they want a session with everybody and with the murder mystery the more people you session with the more clues you'll get but um it's kind of yeah, I don't know. I'm just very excited. I'm very excited. <laughs> Absolutely. No, I love this. Getting this one. We haven't even done the face at orchestra. Oh, no. But I mean, you, 
you're you're doing something that is creating buzz. It's making it's showing how unique and how this world of session wrestling and or kink wrestling mix however you want to say it it doesn't have any there's no bounds to it. it it can just keep evolving and growing and and i love that because there's times where i'm in a rut you know and i'm thinking well, how can this evolve or what can you but there's you're you're a constant like inspiration of showing like hey if you're just willing to try and to think outside the box this can keep evolving it's awesome Thanks. I just, sometimes I just get really good ideas. Um, I was actually talking to a fan last night on OnlyFans um, and he bought my friend and I food so that I would record my farts afterwards. <laughs> but he really loves the one clip I have uh, that's uh, a whoopee cushion. It's farts it Friday instead of face it Friday where I just sit on a whoopee cushion. But okay. I really get different size whoopee cushions. I have to see if they make them because I want to do a fart sit orchestra. Wow. So with people. So it would be sitting on different size whoopee cushions to make the different notes. Oh, okay. And we would play the song that way. But I have to find out if they make whoopee cushions in various sizes and tones. So a couple questions. The first one is who decides, like, is it, is it hard picking out the song that you want to like, through these orchestras and part of me is asking because I'm about to be a part of an orchestra. So I just, you know, part of me is like, is this going to be like, you know, stairway to heaven or something? Like it's like a <laughs> long one. And I'm like, I better brace for it. Like, so like. In Rhapsody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I did look at some fun songs and there's a, there's a giant difference between a four chord song and a four note song. Um, <laughs> when it came to, the first face at orchestra, that was the clip. Um, we did hot cross buns because it was three notes, easy peasy. Um, I actually had a harder time finding a four note song. Everything was like five or six. Even Twinkle Twinkle Little Star has like a, a random G up there, you know, that you need an extra note for. Right. Um, but I found there are like two nursery rhymes that we might do. Um, for the for the face at orchestra, I'm, I'm actually hammering that out this week. So uh, I've been, if you have any four note songs, not four chord songs, four note songs, um, you know, any, any ideas, give them here. Okay. Okay. I got to think about it. I got to think about it. Not four note, not four chord, four note. No, because you can play any of those notes in those chords. Interesting. Interesting. Wow. So I, (laughs) (laughs) there's so many thoughts, like, it's just like, wow. So, so, well, basically what you're going to do is you're going to be one of the notes um, and we have BB Lane, we have Lana Luxor, we have Blaze and me, and we will be the, the people sitting on you and our instruments. Um, every time we lift our, one of our butts, that person will sing the note and then we put our butt back down and they stop. So it'll just kind of like go down the line. So you'll have to figure out, you'll find out like basically what note you are then, because honestly, I don't know how like what you're if you're a singer if you're not a singer uh, it's um you know I'm, I'm gonna be real i'm so excited to do this but i'm just giving you a heads up i don't want you to lose viewers by my bad singing so i just <laughs> want you to know that like listen the first time one of the guys was so off key that we just switched his note 
we just switched like where he was singing because he was so off he could not hit the note he was supposed to hit but he was hitting another one we're like let's go with that so where there's a will man there's there's definitely a way for us to sit on your face and make you make noises no no i mean i mean you pull off a lot of miracles here (laughs) i don't know if you're ready for d-rock singing though that that's where i know like wow like all hail the Dom Cat, because I'm the guy, choir, direct, musical people say, like, after I show them what I got, they go, you can just mouth it, just just lip sync. Like, <laughs> that's happened not once, not twice, three times in my life. Stop it. Kid you not. Kid you not. It's been like, just, and the, all of them have been very nice about it. Like, they're just like, they pull me aside. You can just lip sync and just mouth the words. It's okay. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, okay. No, you let that voice fly free. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Everybody here listening, after our sessions, listeners, you guys, I warned her. So just, <laughs> you know, send your, send your, you're like, what the hell is that? Send that her way. Cause I did <laughs> give her the warning. Well, I mean, if you're really that bad, I'll just kick your ass during like the, the mixed wrestling session part of it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, um, uh, you already know. You, you, you know, we're 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 having the 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 session for sure. Hell yeah, we're having the session for sure. So now, who's picking who to sit? Um, I don't think anybody has chosen a specific person yet. Um, I did run uh all the names by because we also have someone who is um a ticket holder who wanted to be involved. So um, I just ran everybody by, you know, kind of vetted everybody, made sure that everybody was okay with everybody. Um, and I guess we'll just get there when we get there at this. It's it's really, I know it's like, oh shit, it's an orchestra, but it's, it's fairly loosey goosey. Like I'm the type of person where I'm going to give you a Google doc. I'm going to send you YouTube videos. I'm going to send you your notes. I'm going to like, you're going to have everything, but day of it's going to be like, whatever happens, happens. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm excited. Part of the the fun. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. So I have questions about this, about for this event. Now I have questions for so much that you do, but you know, you have a life, you have to go to sleep. You know, so I, I can't keep you for 10 hours. Yeah. But teaching <laughs> workshops, doing filming. Yeah. Right. But I know there's a lot of people who are fans of face sitting and, and, and are into it as like they like doing it, like having it done to them. They like watching it. But I think, like, and I'm glad, like, which is cool, like, you're having this, uh, like, this first, like, really, like, a, it's a fun, but like a class kind of. And showing that there is, like, you don't just plop on a face and go. Like, you have to know the right way to do it. Yeah, especially because, um, you know, when it comes to this stuff, people, unfortunately, use porn as education. And it's really not. It's just entertainment. <clears throat> so they don't realize the safety mechanisms that that go in place and the, and the things that we, like, look out for, that we actually learn these things. Because there's, I mean, there's a difference between a blood choke and a breath choke. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like there's a difference between knocking somebody out that necessarily don't want to do, but knocking somebody out with a, a neck scissors versus sitting on their face and knocking them out, which is murder. So <laughs> <laughs> we want to make sure that people 
when they do this at home, do it safely. So that's going to be part of what the demo and the lesson is, is talking about safety, the different um, ways to face it, um, the different scissor holds, and, um, you know, what to do in case somebody does get knocked out. Like, how do you, how do you take care of that situation safely? So, you know, just if you have all the information, then you can kind of go nuts. That's, that's always my, sort of my motto. Mm -hmm. And just for people listening, uh, murder is bad. So you don't want that one. It is bad. Dude, do you know, I have had people email me like, can you knock me out with a face it? I was like, are you asking me to write you an email that says I will murder you? Pretty much. (laughs) Portrayal, sir. (laughs) <laughs> no. right right and that's no. the thing i think people don't know apparently not apparently they don't know what happens when they cease to breathe uh, so it's it's interesting it's it's just fascinating um and i think there's also many different ways like i think people find it hot or turn on for like different reasons as well too and it's like I got to ask you this question here mm-hmm. because I, I brought it up to another, like when I had curves and, and chaos, mistress Madison on, and I've talked to like, you know, a couple people like CJ, a couple people, but is face sitting really face sitting if someone's not twerking on the face? Ooh, yeah, that is true. That is true. It's like if a booty drops in the forest and no one's there to hear it, did it really stop? <laughs> but it's true. It's just like I, 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 I'm a lover of the booty. I'm a lover of ass. I think it's a beautiful thing. Different shapes, different sizes. But when I see a face sitting video, I'm not gonna lie. There is something when there's the di- the, the big difference when you have the twerking in it. Or when you don't have, not that non-twerking, it can't be still an entertaining video, but then I feel like the other elements have to really shine out even more for it to be epic. You know what? Next time I'm on a face, I'm going to pop my booty a little bit and I'm, it's just going to be for you. That's the <laughs> truth though. You know what I mean? Be like, this one's for D-Rock. Pow, pow, pow. <laughs> but you, you gotta, I don't know if it's talked about amongst like, you know, other session reps, other performers, but like we, if people who do face sitting, but like that's like the I don't know how else to say it, like the the money shot. <laughs> My bread and butter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's um, and that's the thing too. Like people don't realize, like there are so many different ways to sit on the face. Like there's you know the schoolgirl pin, there's the reverse, there's the um, there's the twerking, there's a booty drop. We can uh, grapevine your arms so you can't move your arms. Um, wow. There's, there are a lot of different ways. Um, and, and especially when we get really sadistic with it, like it's, that's, that's why that face sitting video is actually really fun for me because it was truly me, Vivi and Jayla showing each other our favorite ways to face it. So those were, that was like a scripted real moment. You know, it was kind of like, we're going to do this, but everything we showed each other was just, no, this is what I like to do. Okay, because I, for those who don't know, and I know you know it, I am, I definitely have seen my fair share of your your vids, and you 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 know how to like you know how to get it done. You 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 definitely you know what the, I mean. If you don't know, you you're hitting it by accident, but you know the money <laughs> shot when it comes to the face sitting vids. 
<laughs> you know what it is? It's because I really like to scare people. I'm not going to lie. I really enjoy the mind fuckery of it. I mean, first of all, I think it's hilarious when my like ass just eclipses their whole head and like falls down around their ears. Like that's hilarious to me. Oh, but, yeah. Oh, I just love like when people are just gasping for air and like they think I might be a serial killer. They're not sure, but it's really <laughs> hot anyway. So <laughs> that's uh, I like to, you know, give them a little bit of like, oh, shit, is she going to is she going to get up? I don't know. What? What? Oh, but yeah. I enjoy that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Now, is that so does that mean and those who have seen your videos will know, but does that mean sooner or later, maybe even I don't know, is Dr. Susan B. Coming? Is she going to make an appearance soon? Like just Ooh, Dr. Suzanne B. Coming has not. She still has to um, cure someone of their fear of feet. She still has not done that. Mm. Um, and yeah, I think there's a lot more work that her uh, therapy on butts should be um should be delving into that's a really vast area of therapy and i think um those who fear asses are you know they they deserve that sort of treatment right right i agree and i i'm just gonna throw this out here that if dr suzanne needed someone she wanted to try out some new therapeutic techniques d-rock would be so down to just hey if you want to try them out for the for you know for for the people, for Fine. for those patients, yeah, truly, yeah, really, and but... you know, like like Hans, I'll I'll sacrifice, I guess, you know, well, just you know, you are truly, you are a humanitarian, D Rock. <laughs> thank you, thank you, <laughs> thank you. Someone's got it's a tough job. Someone has to do it, though. Someone's got to do it. Yeah, I think um, Doctor Suzanne can cure you of whatever whatever ails you. So next time yeah. we front of a camera let's do that i'm so down i'm so <laughs> down so i got a i got a fun one for you which one all right so it's a two-parter okay. but which one is more enjoyable and which one is tougher to do face sitting and ass jobs mm. well they're different because i mean the ass job i do more moving Mm-hmm. face sitting like it's a little bit more static I mean I still move around but I'm not sort of responsible for all the movement um so I'd say probably I'd say definitely an ass job is harder okay yeah it's more difficult it takes more it's more involved now which one do you enjoy doing oh which one do I enjoy doing mm-hmm you love both of them um you know what I think? Let's, mm, I mean, sometimes you're really in the mood for an ass job and my ass is fantastic. So I love to show it off, but I think honestly, face sitting, I love, I love people just like squirming and, and being, you know, like nervous, but also euphoric and loving it. Um, sometimes I make them sing songs into my pussy. Um, nice. so, <laughs> yeah. Like sing me a song, make one up right now. Um, Hoodman actually, I think, ripped off. Uh, what was his name? What's his name? Busta. Oh, oh, really? <laughs> I think when I was sitting on Hoodman, I think he. Uh, I was like, "Is that Busta?" <laughs> he gave, okay, I got. I didn't know. He see, he's holding out on me. I got to ask him about right? that one. Yeah, yeah. He and I have a really great scissor hold video too coming out. So that was. It's really. Fu it's really fun when you get two people who 
enjoy that thing. Yeah. That do it together. And that's, that's I think really what people notice. Cause I do a lot of what I like. This is the stuff I like to do. This is stuff I do in my personal life that I'm also sharing, you know, even with like the, you know, more spicy XXX stuff. Um, you know, I'm showing my pleasure. This is how I receive pleasure. Um, and I'm sharing that with people. I'm allowing people to see that. So, I right. know, oh, doms don't, don't fuck on camera. And like, clearly I'm a dom and I do, you know, jet setting Jasmine is a dom and she does like mm-hmm. we, we do. We just dominate you with our pussies. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. So that's, that's where, because I think you, you're, you're rising up there as like, cause I, I mean, your, your mm-hmm. ass job video with Hans is still like an all time, like Mount Rushmore vid. <laughs> yeah there's there's two of them um the the original the og which is it honestly that's got to be one of my uh, if you're asking about my favorite videos that's probably one of them um oh yeah yeah it was something i never did before i had you know a trusted colleague and friend there to to experience it with me um we got oily and sweaty and hot. And then I also got to do some fun editing because I had the mix of the live stream that I showed my fans while we were filming and then also the video and the bonus footage. So that was, yeah, I'll put that one on the top of my list. I'll no, you, I, I know you have the, the, which I kind of wonder how that had the feel. You did it also with him and the, the, the Zentai with boots. Yes. Yes, in my living room. Um, <laughs> that that one, I wanted to do a full Zentai suit, but um, Sir Latex Man is someone who gets me these amazing Zentai suits. And he had just gotten me this sheer Zentai suit, which is kind of extra fun for butts because it's still a thong bodysuit. Um, so I figured like that would be good rather than, you know, rubbing some fabric on, uh, on Hans's poor dick. Um, give him a little more ass and a little less fabric. Oh, no, it was perfect. And <laughs> as a guy who loves the boots as well, that it's a great one. I love over-the-knee boots, D-Rock. I love over-the-knee boots. I want a thousand of them. Oh, I didn't know. Okay, yeah, that's something. I, I will let the people in. That That's that's something. Even if I someone, like, I don't like the wintertime. no. The only thing I miss about winter when it goes is I love seeing women in, in those like those winter boots, like different, different styles, different like that legging boot combo. I'm like, I'm, I'm a sucker for it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I really I love and it's so flattering and it makes you feel so badass. And like even like I'm not really that much of a high heel dom. I mean, I still wear them. I still use them and I still like them. But. When it comes to like being able to really get in there and dominate someone and whether it's wrestling or, you know, other types of more classical femdom, I want to be able to move around and I want to be able to, you know, use my body. So boots, I'm like you. I hate the wintertime. Hate it. Give me 80 degrees days all year round, please. But I love the boots. It's, it's just it's the only thing I tell people when winter goes. I'm like, good riddance. Besides, I'm like, I miss those. I'll miss those boots. I am 100% with you. 
I am 100% with you. Oh, look at that. See, we're and um, see other future future vid ideas for, you know, some boots. Let's bring mm. out the boots. I'm so down. You 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 know, you just got to say the word and and I'm I'm Philly to New York. I'll make record time. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, so we already have two clip ideas. Mm-hmm. I, my, I have a wish list of clip ideas, and it's literally 30 pages long. Yeah, just let me know. I know, I mean, you got 30 pages, so I know <laughs> you, you got a lot of ideas, but just, you know, let me know. Or if you want to try something out, I can always be the practice dummy, and then it's that like. Fun. That would be Maybe we'll do an ass job. I'm down. Let's do an ass job. I haven't filmed one of those in a while. Maybe, maybe Dr. Suzanne Becoming is going to give you an ass job. All I'm saying is, if if please don't be a tease because you, <laughs> I, I will drop dead on this podcast. <laughs> I'm killing D Rock. So please, if this this is real, because then I'm I am like yes, just let's, just let's make it happen. Let's make it happen for sure. Um, I would I would definitely uh. Definitely like to do that. Like I said, I'm getting through my editing backlog, but I still really love filming. Um, I just, it's just so fun to do. So fun. Oh, to yeah. Do. No, you, you have that. And I know I've said it to you before, but you have that, like that artist, but like the di- director's eye, like you just really have it. Why? Thank you. I, this podcast has been like 40 minutes of you complimenting me and I love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Say more. I, you know, and the thing I didn't—it's not even play. It's just—it's just what comes out when I talk to you. It's just the truth. <laughs> like it's, like it's—it's it's just like, man. Like there's certain people, and because like there's people who, like you get excited when they're coming to your town to session with, and you're you're like that as well. And then there's also other, and you know, so you have both. But there's other people who like I don't I haven't really seen session. Or maybe I session with them one time and it was cool, but their videos are like, man, I'm always looking to see like what did they produce or even if they're a guest in someone else's store. And like you have the the awesome of both. And it's like, yeah, there's certain people who like I'm like, you know what, let me just see what's on clips for sale and let me just see uh Dom Cat have anything or does she go? And it's like it, you get excited when you see something because it's like it's it just pops off the screen. That's great. I appreciate that. And definitely appreciate your support in this podcast. Absolutely. Oh, so oh of course. Of course. No, it was, um, it was, it was, I'll take people back. We're going to go back to like fall of 2020. The world's still, you know, going crazy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm talking to Hans and I'm like, yeah, talking about like future guests and everything. And, and, I'm like, who's someone, you know, we can get on. And I was like going through like somebody, someone he knows. And I, and I'm like, oh yeah, you know, the Dom cat. Well, and he's like, he just says it so, so casually. Oh yeah. We have a pretty, uh, you know, Hans, we have a pretty hot video coming out soon. And he's like, it'll be on her page. I mean, he didn't like hype. He's like, it'll be pretty good though. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I'll look for it. And then I, (laughs) yeah. And then like, I see what it is. And I'm like, I just text him. I go, yo. I'm like, you did not say what is, this is. This is amazing, man. I go, 
will she talk about this? He's like, yeah, I think so. And then he gets all like bashful. He's like, I'll let you ask. I'll just be there. I'm like, what? Oz is so sweet. He really is. He's 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 a good guy to know. He um, yeah. And actually, I think that might have been the time we filmed together. Like when I film with somebody, I mean, unless it's a session, you're gonna film what I want to film. But mm-hmm. I also still like to kind of cater it to that person's you know likes or or talents. Um, and Hans and I did another video where um, it was like more thigh fetish, but femdom. Um, you know, he was my, my sub and I made him hump my leg. Um, yep, I've seen that very, you know, like that's very for Hans, you know, it's like Hans likes thighs. Let's give it to him. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cause he doesn't already do enough or have enough, you know, right, hot yeah. interactions with people. You had to throw him a bone. He hasn't clamped enough thighs. And honestly, if you do wrestle Hans, dude has some strong thighs. He's got yeah. some from all that, like those scissor things and the, the sex wrestles. Oh, my God. One time I was like, Hans, you're going to break my leg. Like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I'm starting to pick that up because at first I'm like, this is part of the show. You know, you're that jaded guy. Like, I see behind the scenes. Like, it's a back and forth scripted thing. Okay. And then I'm starting to watch and I go, no, I think Hans got some skills. Like, he he can he can throw it. Because, like, usually, like, it's like a thigh mismatch when he's with somebody. Like, and I'm like, Hans should be getting killed. But then I'm like, oh, okay, Hans, you, you're bringing it too, man. Yep. Yep. Yeah, he does. And that's what makes him such a good jobber, too, is because he gives you something. He doesn't, um, you know, if somebody who just kind of falls flat and doesn't have any frame, you're not giving me a whole lot to wrestle against. Um, Even if it is a fantasy thing where, you know, your job is basically to make me look good. But Hans, um, he he has moves and he knows how to really um, showcase the person he's with. And I think that's part of what makes his um, his store so great is because he really showcases some amazing talent that comes through. Now. Well, that's a great, interesting point you bring up. So for being a jobber, like, does that, is that kind of like, you have to know, do you need effort? Like say someone doesn't have any like grappling or wrestling background, but, and they understand like, it's not a full, like, it's not like legit competition, but like, do you want someone who just kind of brings some effort or do you want someone who has like a little bit of background? Like what makes a good jobber? Um, What makes a good jobber is, um, listening um being mm-hmm. able to use and also um like you said just kind of knowing um the energy bringing the energy is is really what it is if you don't have wrestling training it's it's not necessarily a bad thing you can still you can still you know i could still take you down and you could still try you know there are certain things in wrestling that are just inherent to us they're just kind of natural moves that we do even when we're kids and we're, we're messing around so there are still like a lot of wrestling things that you can do it's just a lot funnier when you get your ass kicked right <laughs> but yeah a jobber doesn't have to you know be super trained or anything they just really have to bring the energy and um you know showcase showcase their partner so i guess so there's different types of jobbers but still doing a good job so like Hans is, you know, 6'1", 180, 190, 200, around there. So he's a good-sized dude. So then is there – what's it like then if you get a guy who's, like, 
five two one fifteen or nine. Like I've seen some of your videos where the jobber's like really small and like Oh my god, yeah, jobber Mike. I mm-hmm. ruined on my roof actually. I ruined that man. Um and actually actually there's a really good jobber that I love and he works with Doom Maidens a lot. His uh name is El Nino. Yes. Um, and I did a mixed uh, co- competitive with him when he first started coming to training. Um, and he has really come along in his in his wrestling. Like he has really, really come along in his wrestling. And as a jobber, I was watching him with Vivi one day because sometimes when I'm there, I still I just like to watch what else they're doing. I feel like I learn by just watching and absorbing. Um, and, and at one point I was like, El Nino, were you, was that real? Like that sounded so real. You know, and he's just really in that moment. It's almost like he has, he doesn't have a dishonest bone in his body, which um, makes for really realistic situations. Wow. Wow. So now Jobber Mike on the rooftop, is that the one, if we go into your Instagram, it's like pinned? Mm-hmm. Right. So, okay. Yeah. I know that, that, that was a, that looked really awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That clip, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I pinned that one because I'm a real dick in it. <laughs> Oh, it's great. I'm it breastfeeding him and telling him, like, oh, this fresh air is so great. Mm. <laughs> that is awesome. And, and now he's on the other is like, like he's not a big guy, mm-mm. but he can still be a good jobber for you. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, because he tries. Because he tries, you know, he's still he, he's he's not as strong as I am. He doesn't have the same training I do, but he still tries, which makes it amazing because, you know, in different ways. And that's the thing about, about wrestling too, is our bodies are like puzzles fitting into each other. So every time the jobber moves, it gives me something else to work off of. It's like a, a conversation with our bodies. Right. But if you're, if you're telling a story, then I can add to that. And um, yeah, Jobber Mike does it. He sells it. And he's really fun because he's light enough. We haven't done it yet, though, because he has to learn this move. But he's light enough for me to do a ceiling hold in pro style. Oh, okay. Uh, I really want to do a, a ceiling hold with a guy. So I really like the, the light dudes that I can toss around very easily and just back them around like a cat with mouse. Okay. So now... What are, are there pros and cons to a lighter dude or a, a thicker, like big dude? Pros and cons. No, I think when you're, when you're with a lighter dude, it automatically becomes a size mismatch. Mm-hmm. Um, but the domination is, is a little bit, sometimes a little bit heavier when it's a big dude. I don't think it, it makes a difference because you're still getting worked over. You know, you're still getting wrestled and it might even look a little bit better because if I'm dominating someone who's like 250 versus, you know, 150, it's like, well, wow, shit, she can really wrestle. Because that's the thing people don't realize. We sit on faces, we do it in our underwear, but this is, you know, we train. Right. You got skills. So, um, you know, it's it's fun when you get to show that off against a, a bigger opponent. So it looks a little bit like, oh, damn, she does do that. <laughs> have you ever been surprised like have you ever had like not even for like a clip but just like a regular dominatrix session and like the size someone comes in and you're like damn i did not know you'd be this big 
Um, I've had some big dudes. Yeah, I've had some big dudes. You, do you know how, like, I think they say a horse, when it looks, it can't tell, like, what's big or, tall, like, tall or small. So, like, that's mm-hmm. scared of, like, small things. I feel like I'm like that sometimes, only I don't get scared of small things. I just don't get scared of big things. Because I'm like, oh, we're probably the same size. Meanwhile, like, you're 400 pounds and seven feet tall. And <laughs> I'm 5'6". But um, I think there was actually one, it was a, a double session with Lana um, and it was a competitive match, a competitive session. And I didn't realize that I was actually really doing it. You know, I didn't do a lot of competitives against men. Um, and the guy was like, no, you're really like, you're really doing it. Like you're a really tough competitor. And I was like, oh, oh. wow. Oh, ooh, kiss my biceps. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, every so often um, you do get surprised. You do get surprised. And every so often you you're ended up on the bottom, you know? Yeah, yeah. No, that's – that's it's it's always fascinating to hear, you know, the, the like the, the ladies who come on and tell those stories because it's always like, have you ever had – so, like, I've had – I remember Christy Etzel – I guess it's like a crucifix. She told me I first sessioned with her and mm-hmm. I was like, you have a crazy story like that. And she was like, yeah, there's this one guy, you know, she, I got him this like crucifix where I had both. I had my legs around his one arm and I had his other arm tied down and he, he's on the mat. And she's like, so both arms, like he can't move them. And mm-hmm. then he's, she's like, he just like got up with me anyway. And like, she's like, I'm just wrapped around like his arms, like, <laughs> But he, like he has me up in the air and I'm like, whoa, that's some strength. <laughs> I, I saw Lana do that once in a session in a hotel. Um, all of a sudden I was like, she's on his neck and she's upside down. What just happened? Yeah. Yeah. And Christy was like, she was like, at the time, she, I was like 200 pounds and he, she just, he just got up. He just beast moded and just got, <laughs> that's incredible. And I'm like, that's that's insane. And I'm like, wow. And she's like, yeah. So it's always fun to hear those like, those like, huh? Like kind of <laughs> story. Because I asked, I was like, was he like huge? She was like, he was like thick, like, but not like. She's like, I didn't expect him to do that. She was like, he he didn't look like he could do that. Yeah. And he like got up and just did it. And I'm like, whoa. <laughs> that's fun. Sometimes they take you for a little ride, take a little break. Oh, yeah. That, and it's fun. I like doing it to like in sessions with people like I'm just like when it when it can happen, like you just pick somebody up and then they're just like, oh, I didn't know like that could happen. Like I'm like, yep. Like when I um when I first started sessions and I wasn't as trained, um, you know, I was completely honest about, you know, my level of it. But this guy and I we were having a session and it was fun or whatever. And I, I gave him a body scissors and he he stood up. But then he starts like an ass. He starts going, I take you to school, small little baby, small little baby. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, dragging me around the room. And I was just like, wee, the whole time. It was, <laughs> but that's what I always think of when I do a body scissors on someone, a small little baby. I take you to school. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's, 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 see, those, those are like those like stories of like, oh, like, wow, like, Cause I bet like you see people in just different ways, like, and like, cause you're getting people, I, I mean, I don't want to uh, you know put words, but I feel like you, you, you know, you're seeing people at their, 
their most vulnerable open selves you know what I mean like yeah for the most part I mean some people you know they're nervous it's their first time um I did a, a ballet fetish with someone who it was his first it was his first session ever um you know to give someone a good experience that they want to do it again is is super important there are people who you know they're touch starved I I had someone just start crying because he was so touch starved and a lot of us in society are yeah uh, you know we don't get touched or we don't get touched for us we get touched for the person who's doing the touching you know and for someone to to connect with you like that um you know and just being seen i think that's the biggest part about being vulnerable in a session is is being seen having somebody tell me i you know this might be weird i'm sorry but i like to wear pantyhose and i'm like dudes in pantyhose is hot right dudes in pantyhose like put mm-hmm. that shit walk around please like that like nothing is going to be weird to me um because one we're we're human and we like what we like but also you know it's it's psychology, right? You're in somebody's head a little bit. And that's, that's the top. I love that. Yeah. And, and it's, it's like a cool thing, but it's something like to, to take, you know, I hate to show, but you know, this is what we do on this show to show my nerddom, like, you know, great power comes great responsibility. Like, yes, it does. Yes, it does. And it's, it's just fascinating. Like um, I, I tell people it's the only place in my life where, vulnerability is like attractive in like a romantic or sexual way like that I I have felt in my life now I felt vulnerability attractive in a to like the opposite sex in a platonic friendship way where like there's oh we're gravitating to each other but as friend which don't get me wrong it's still great mm-hmm. and I still appreciate it but you know when you're out dating and you know you're trying like the vanilla world it's like you know, you can't, it, it's a shame, like, it's hard to just be vulnerable, and I'm not talking about overshare, but, you know, like, and, and I'm sure both, you know, men, women, whoever have, it's hard to be vulnerable, because it's like, A, it's giving up something, but then B, it's like, what does this make me look less or weaker, so it's like, sessions is the only time where I say something really, like, deep that I, I would only share in, like, a therapist office, and I could feel like, oh, wow, like, we're drawn to each other, and, like, a romantic kind of way. Mm-hmm. That's that's the the fun of it too, is um is that connection. And for me, honestly, like power dynamics, the moment that I see someone's submission, ugh, sploosh. Really, I love power dynamics. That's one of my favorite things, and that's something that act, like it really does turn me on. I don't. I remember having one of my first foot sessions and I remember standing over this guy in this, these red high heels and I saw in his eyes, the submission. And I was just honestly high for about three hours after that session. I, it was like, it was the best feeling in the world. That's incredible. Oh, it was so good. It was so good. Um, And that's, ah, when you hit that, that's a really good thing. I mean, there are other things that turn me on, but, um, you know, that's power dynamics, man. You know, you're at least going to get me with that in a session. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And is there, cause I know like, obviously you love what you do. And so like, you love when you see that, but is there something like, can you think of a time where like, I know you said like this story, but like, um, 
where like that hot, it just something about it. Like when you saw that, I don't know if something was different, but when you saw that submission and it made you just really just go like, Oh my goodness. And like, it stayed with you. Um, I've done face sitting sessions where you could tell that like they go into subspace immediately. Um, and that's really fun because, you know, the guy walks in and he's like, Hey, Katarina, you know, what's up? <laughs> and then all of a sudden he's like, yes, Domina. And it's so like, Oh yes, you're mine for this moment. You are mine and I can do what I want with you. <laughs> so it's really, I, I do enjoy that. Um, I have had a couple sessions where you see that, you see that moment when they're kneeling in front of you and, uh, Ugh, it's so good. It's so good. So, um, and and if this is not a great question, forgive me. Let me know. But like you, you, you told the story of the guy who like you had the body scissors and he like picked you up and <laughs> take you to school, yeah. and and that was like a session. But in, in your session or your personal, is there a time where I guess that's kind of like you being the sub in a little bit of a way, right? Like. I mean, it's it's a playful exchange. Yeah, like that wasn't necessarily like a domination. Um, right. Um, I've had sessions that are like two hours long and just role play. Um, you know, so it's it. I might be in the dominant position, but it's not necessarily like a DS dynamic. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had where it's just us going back and forth uh, in a pro style. We did a couple falls and and we did some pro style wrestling. So I honestly don't remember who won that. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's not always, sometimes it's more fetish. I mean, I am a dominatrix and, and I do top um, and I don't switch. I'm not a sub, but um, I'm open to exploring too. Like with that live, I had Riru flog me. I was like, as long as it feels like a massage, let's do it. Let's try it. Um, I bottomed for fire play twice. I was like, mm. I don't bottom. I'm bad at receiving. I'm bad at just sitting there and receiving. Um, so that's a thing that I've been learning the last couple of years and, and it helps me to explore. I get to explore things that, um, I want to do to other people and that I already do to other people so that I know what that, what that connection feels like. Okay. So that, and that's what I was wondering, is it weird for you, whether by just happenstance or on per like on purpose when you're not a sub, but you're in that, like, you're in that opposite role where like, if you're even like, you know, like a lift and carry or like, like you said, like, is that like a, is it still hard? It's still like weird, like just like, or like, is it easier? Has it been getting easier, like switching to that? Um, I think it's, it's easier now because I'm more confident in my, in my position as a dominatrix and I'm more confident um, just with, you know, age and experience um, with who I am. So um, yeah, it's, it's, I'm more willing to, to explore. So it's, it's not as uncomfortable, but honestly losing a, a competitive that still sucks. Cause that shit's real. <laughs> right. Right. I bet it's real. And you're like, Oh, I'm going to get my face sat on. And I hate having my face sat on. Oh my God. I hate it. Which is probably why I think it's so fun when I do it to other people. Really? So, okay. So you, you don't like it, but you like doing it. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I do not like, I mean, I don't like to be controlled. I don't like to be held down. I don't like to be, you know, and you're in somebody else's butt because I lost to you. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) 
Is that better? So, like, would you rather, like, the, the victory pose where they stand on you? That's better? I mean, that's a little less heinous, I'll say. It's a little... Because <laughs> really, during a punishment round, you, you can't tap. I mean, you can tap, but, like, you can't fight back. So you really just have to lay there and take it, and which is not a, a good state of being for me. I'm not used to that. So, um, yeah, I still, I still give a little trash talk in the punishment rounds when I'm getting it. But I, I think I would, yeah, I would much rather... Anything except everything they do, really. Uh, face sitting and feet in the mouth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> else, please. So, like, I've you've seen, like, Ariel X, like, the Evolve fights. Mm-hmm. So, like, part of me is, like, I think you would be so awesome in that. But then part of me now listening to you is, like, but if you lost. Right? Like, I think you would hate it. It'd be, like, your worst nightmare. That... But you'd be great in the, like, like, I think you'd be, like, a perfect performer. Oh, I can't wait to do Evolve fights. I still I still want to do that. Um, but yeah, I've thought about that. Like, those are real competitives. And like, you lose to someone, you lose. But I guess that's part of what makes the fun of like the punishment rounds too, is like, we really don't like it. Like, this is not, we're not pretending. Like, right. it's not only body domination, but now you've, you've hit my ego. <laughs> no no for sure for sure and that you know what it's weird because i love those like those are great but then i've put myself in that position where even if like in my private life if like someone i meet you know wants to do that like or whatever i'm just like man i watch that and i'm like it is interesting because like do you go for like wrestling moves or do you try to like go for like the sex moves and like how do you balance that? Like, it's like real strategy, I feel, to it. Yeah, sometimes. Um, I mean, I do a lot of face sitting in my punishment rounds just because I love face sitting. Um, and I really like foot domination. So I do, like, feet on face. Um, I think, it, honestly, like, it depends on, like, who the person is, what our energy is, and really just how badly I want to, you know, slap them with my feet or something. Um you know, it depends on, on what I'm going to do. You know, like if I haven't done feet on face in a while, I'm like, you know what? I, I painted my toes. Let's do this. <laughs> so yeah, that... you, you switch it out to keep it interesting for yourself. But I mean, that's, that's the thing with a competitive is, you know, I'm a dominatrix and I am strong and confident, but that does not mean I'm the best wrestler in the world. And sometimes I get beat and that's just, that's just what I have to take. Yeah, yeah. No, and, and it's it's always fascinating to see. I, I I feel like I I've grown where like when I used to see two women, I was like, Oh, I kinda wanna see them like go at it. But like always like a woman and a man, I wanna see the woman dominate. Where I think like now in my years of like being like really into this, even if it's woman and woman, I still want like like the sensual like fantasy kind of thing. And like, don't get me wrong, the competitive thing is cool still, but it's kind of like gone down the list for me when it's two women mm-hmm. being competitive. Yeah, that makes sense. I actually have a really um, yummy sensual cat ball with Jay LaRae that I just released. Um, Feisty Feminista filmed it. So that's, um, that's a nice, yummy, like sensual, just exploring each other and rolling around and moaning. Um, those are always, those are always fun. 
those are always, I mean, every, it's always fun in a different way, you know? And, and that's Mm -hmm. when we were saying about filming, what do we want to film? That kind of stuff. It's, it's great because you're doing the same thing, but you're not doing it the same way. So you don't get bored. Okay. That is, and that's the key. Like it's, it's keep it interesting, but still like getting more comfortable and getting better at it too. That's one of my favorite things about this job is, you know, I, I can always get better. You know, I can always train more in wrestling. I can always um, level up when it comes to producing a clip. Um, You know, I can hone my skills a little bit better, learn some new, you know, dominatrix tools. Um, So I never have to stop learning or I never have to just like pump out things. Um, I, I was a journalist before I was a, a fetish wrestler and a dom and that's what we did was we pumped out articles online and like it took the love that I had for writing that I did my whole life. It just took it. Um, mm. And, and I really, I was like, I don't want to write anymore. And that's how I started. But now as, as Katerina, as a dominatrix, I do write. Um, right. You know, right. But it's more, I, I have more autonomy and more control over it than, than working for a content farm and having them just, pop out headlines yeah and that that must be like and especially like I, and I remember I'm glad you said I, I remember our first time talking on the podcast you mentioned that you were a, a writer and like yeah like it's, it's like a weird thing like you want to like have people see your stuff and like it but then if it just becomes like clockwork and you, you're not really getting that passion it, it, it can burn it out yeah, because I don't have to, like, produce, you know, eight articles a day. I can either right. write one myself or um, sometimes I really like to ghostwrite for people. So if somebody has an article, you know, do they give me their, their information and I get it all tidy for them. Um, so it's their thoughts and words. But, you know, my, my copy editor, I. Um, and that's always fun, too, because you're writing in somebody else's voice. So that's that's also different. You know, it's another, yeah, it's a challenge. Yeah. Yeah. Matching that person's voice. I, I, it's all, it's definitely a challenge and I enjoy that too. But I don't want to do it every day. (laughs) (laughs) Don't want to do it every day and I don't want to do it eight times a day. So something that interests, so you have guys like Hans who, and other people who love the oil and I see, like, with your video, like, there's some videos with oil, some without. Mm-hmm. Two-parter here. A, do you like using the oil? And B, what do you think is, like, the, the fascination that people have with it? I like using the oil. I don't use it as much as I do because of the cleanup. Um, you need, like, a tarp. You need all the oil. Um, and with my hair, like I need to wet my hair first. Otherwise the oil's in it for two weeks afterwards. Uh. Um, but I, I do really like using the oil. I have had some yummy wrestling times naked and oily because it's just, it's like that tantric massage. Like it's, you know, your body's connecting and your skin to skin and it's just really, sensual and just very you know you have so much with the sense of touch going on um and and to me like that just it just sparks your your cells in a way because they're getting touched differently 
Um, I think people really like it because, I mean, number one, it looks great. Everyone looks better moisturized. I don't care who you are. Yeah. Like, put some oil on your legs. Um, But that, like, everybody looks good under the lights, nice and shiny. But it's also, like, a sensation that we don't get every day. You know, being able to, like, little dolphins. And I think that's, that's part of it. Um, is just the the immediate connection because you really are just kind of holding each holding on to each other um, unless you want to slip slide your way around the tarp. But you know it's it's holding on to each other and it's and it's using each other as support while you're slipping in this in this oil. So that's part of the the thing I think people like is is watching that connection. Because I got to be on, and this is where you and Hans are like. One of the reasons why you guys are masterful because I I will always bring up you know when I session with you we had the, mm-hmm. I brought the tarp and the oil and stuff and to do like to make the videos seem like a back and forth and competitive with the oil I'm like man because I'm like I know with me I love it but it's it's nothing's happening when I have that oil going it's like <laughs> it's really hard I did a like a I guess a competitive um when uh uh delight was in a couple of years ago delight to the cruise and mm-hmm. that was that was rough i mean it was just hard to like i can remember looking at hans being like how is this supposed to be competitive right right I barely like get on my knees um but it it adds another layer of another layer of challenge another thing that's a little bit out of your control that you need to get under control in order to pull this off. No, it's, it's so like when I, and, and Grant, I've never like really done it and filmed it. So I'm sure it has to, when I see like Hans or you like do like an ass job or like a sex fight, that makes sense because it's like, we're just turning on a little bit. Mm-hmm. When I see him do like those Spartan wrestling or like the competitive in the oil, I'm just like, man, these look incredible. And it's like a back and forth. And I'm just like, I, I just, I go back to like the last session I had and you would think I'd be getting better at it because I've done it for years, but like, it's still just like, all right, 10 minutes in, we're just, uh, we're just in this, like this, this like bear hug still. We're not, <laughs> we're not going anywhere here. <laughs> yeah. It's, um, it's definitely, I don't know if it takes core strength or how people don't slip. Cause I, I mean, I'm sweaty, so I slip on my sweat. But like when you're on your knees in that oil, I really applaud people who are able to to control their bodies. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I, okay. So I sessioned, and sure, you know, I and people. She doesn't do this all the time, but I did like an oil wrestling session with Jen Thomas back in like November. Oh, cool. And it was like, man, I'm like, it had been a while since I had done an oil wrestling. I think yeah, since with you back in 2021. So mm-hmm. it's been like a little bit. But it was like, all right. It was like, man, this is like kind of like hard, mm-hmm. like to like do stuff and like move. Yeah. And then I'm like, and I see like the video she did with Hans, and it's like just flawless. And I'm like, how come we didn't do that? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think ours was a little more sensual. Our our uh, time together. Oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I meant me and Jen were like flopping. No, yeah, ours <laughs> ours was sensual. I mean, you have. I mean, Hans. Hans is so skilled at, at wrestling in oil. Cause that's, you know, that's his thing. 
Um, and Jennifer Thomas is just, I mean, she's been doing this forever. She's got, she's got great, you know, body strength. So I'm sure she's, I'm sure she has some tips and tricks to not slipping in the oil that I think, um, maybe we need to pry from her brain a little bit. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. But yeah, no, for sure. No, ours was, was awesome. Ours was definitely more central. Ours, I could, I could. I can manage. I I know I can I know how to do that. That's um <laughs> that's just follow Katarina's instructions and you know, stay the hell out of the way. Like <laughs> just let let her do her thing. That that's easy. That's that's simple enough. Like <laughs> Which is which is basically how I have men treat me in my daily life too. Be seen yeah, not let pretty me much. Do- <laughs> <laughs> it's just like okay, just like uh, yes, just how do I not screw this up? All right, just Tell me what to do. Go. Yeah, screw it up. You can't screw it up when you're just there to uh to have fun. Yeah. So that that's like okay. That those yeah, I could do all day. I'm like all right. Just yep. Just, now, just ride the wave. Agree with you. Those those competitives in oil are those are masterful. I it's huh, gosh. Now I'm thinking of the last time I was in oil and I did something. Comp- yeah, I think it was with Hans. Hans was having me do something competitive. And I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, I don't know how he does it. Because they, they look, I mean, all his videos look amazing. But I'm like, this looks like it's like a great, well choreographed, like back and forth in the oil. And like, he's on top for a little bit. And then it's like, you know, they get like, real, and I'm just like, how to and I'm just I go back to like it's like like my mind I'm playing two like reels like I'm playing Hans's like oil match and how flawless and then I'm like remember when I was with Amazon Annie and I was flopping like a fish like I'm like belly flops and oil yeah yeah and I'm just like I'm just like I I don't and I'm like am I putting on too much oil because I I do get like a kid in a candy store with that thing I'm just like Oh. I'm just like spraying it everywhere. Yeah, I think Hans does like just oil on their bodies, but for me, I want oil on the mat. Like I want oil everywhere. I love feeling. Yeah. yeah, and I tried to get it out of him like a couple months ago. I was like, "What do you use?" And he gave me an ant, and I'm like, "That's not." I'm like, I know you gave it to me before. I'm like, you trying to play hard to get here with the answer? Because <laughs> I'm like, he told me this like few years ago. Because I'm like. Cause like when I watch like some of his vids, it's like you like it's just like a glisten. It's not like it doesn't look wet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, coconut oil is really good for a lot of things. Um, and I actually just recently taught a workshop and and went through the benefits and the the um, cons of of coconut oil. Coconut oil is really great to use, but it absorbs. Um, I know that there's like grapeseed oil that people use that it's a, a lighter oil, but I'm going to, I'm going to tell you Han, one of Hans's secrets. Uh Oh, Hans sometimes employs baby oil. Oh, baby oil. But here's the thing, D rock that shit burns when it's in your eyes. Oh, <laughs> so we don't use it for sessions, but it makes a video look really good. The baby oil. Okay. Yeah. See? See? Thank you. See? He gave me a little... He didn't give me all the tips. He gave I, me, like, the coconut oil, but he left the baby oil out. Baby oil, because it doesn't absorb um, as quickly as the coconut oil. 
Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sorry, Hans. <laughs> Don't worry. He's still the king of oil wrestling. Vid, so <laughs> that lighting and that oil, that's tough. It's, it's great. It's great. No, it's, um, it, it just, it just pops off. And there is just something to it. Like where I'm just like, doesn't every, it's almost to the point where I'm like, doesn't everyone like, like this? Like, because it just has a look to it. And it just does, like, it just makes the videos, like, just like, wow. Yeah, even just, like, looking at the bodies together, it's it's artistry. You know? mm-hmm. I think that's part of, like, how, you know, when people who are, are oil wrestlers or someone like Jennifer Thomas, like, they really, um, they're able to have conversations with your body. Like, that's one of the things, like, when you when you do train, you start to get this, like, body awareness and you're in your body. So you're able to especially with someone else who has that you, your bodies have a conversation. Um, so that's why it looks so together and choreographed when it's not um, just because you, you know, I don't know, your bodies just know each other somehow. It's, it's difficult to explain, but. No, you, I, it, it's uh it makes sense. It does. And it's, it's something that's like, it's 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 like physical chess. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it, it's just like you just yeah. All right, well, you made this move. I I counter it with this move, and it just and those who have trained and know it, they really they know the move. Just like we play someone in chess, like if you're inexperienced and you play someone who knows the moves, like it it almost seems like they know what you're going to do before you do it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, sometimes, but you know, there's always a always have a backup because sometimes the answer to somebody's move isn't the right one. Right. 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 So just to wrap it up here for you, because I I, I guess I could keep going all night, but I don't, I know always, we talk. I know, I know. And I, I, I appreciate your time. And then I don't want it to be like, we, you know, you're like, well, we kind of, we hit everything in that eight hour interview. We did nothing (laughs) else to talk about. Do you want me to come back tomorrow? Did we miss anything? Yeah, it's like, you know, I, I think I gave you, you know, my life story. Like, you <laughs> sure? You know. By the way, if you write a – well, you're a writer. So I was going to say, if you need some, I definitely want to be, like, a help with your like, – if you ever do, like, an autobiography, but then you're you're, you're just going to write it yourself because you're a writer. So never mind. Yeah. But. Yeah, that's just – sometimes people are like, you should write a book. And I'm like, am I that interesting? I don't – I've, but I think when you live with yourself, you're kind of just like, you know, I, I had, I'll, I'll tell you this, this ridiculous story. So I had um, a little poll in my OnlyFans to see if people could guess which jobs I've had. And I've had some really weird ones. And one included, um, although this wasn't a paid gig, this one, I was a, a dancer, I tap danced in Disney World. Um, and my top came down in front of all of Tomorrowland, like in wow. Of- mountain tap dancing with my titties out it happens it happens <laughs> you know, there are there are things things about me that I guess I could write about well first off how what led you to go to because I just know you as you know New York Domcat but what led you to go down to Orlando 
Um, oh, I'm originally from Pennsylvania, um, and the academy that I danced with sent an audition tape down. They were doing this thing, I guess, having um, people from all over the country come come in, and we got chosen um, for a couple of years. So I danced in Disney a couple times, and I danced in Universal Studios. Um, and then when Paramount Pictures came to where I was in Pennsylvania, um, they were doing mall shows. So... This person, the Domcat, was in a full Scooby-Doo and Fred Flintstone costume, like the head and everything. Wow. Um, I had two hours to learn the dance. And then the next day I would do like five shows in a mall. (laughs) (laughs) How was that? As fucking Fred Flintstone. Um, It was really, it was fun. I mean, I love when people throw choreography at me and I'm like let's go yeah yeah let's do this um and it was performing and and then meet and greets with kids which they're always adorable um it was very hot in that suit though it was oh my god I sweat so much that day I sweat so much that day and I was as naked as possible in there and it was just oh I sweat so much but it was it was really fun and you can't tell at all that it's me in the pictures because it's just a big Scooby-Doo. Wow. How long did you do that for? Um, that was just like a summer. That's yeah. really cool. Yeah, I used to, I was a dance. I taught dancing and uh, aerobics for my younger years. Wow. So that, I had no idea about that one. That's so, that's beyond like, okay. And how, <laughs> So now when your top went down and your titties was out, like the, you just stayed on stage or you, you got out or? Well, I was about, I think I was like 19 or 20 at the time. And there were, it was, we were a pyramid. There was a triangle and I was the top front of the pyramid. And my, my top came undone and it fell down and I just smiled, kept tap dancing and picked it up and put my hands behind my back while I danced and tried to rehook it. And I put my arms out and it fell again. So I just finished my dance with one arm out and one arm behind my head. And uh, when I got, and this is, I mean, this is before, I mean, it was 19, it was before I was a sex worker or anything. I remember I got off stage and all the stage mothers were expecting me to be in tears because I, I guess that's what usually happens. Mm-hmm. I was hysterical laughing. I thought it was the funniest thing. I'm like, of course I do Disney. Like, of mm-hmm. course. You know, um, yeah, I just kind of, you know, things happen in a performance and you just have to make it work. Um, and I, I think I really love improv. I don't like things that are, I mean, I do things that are scripted and I will do things that are scripted, but a lot of my stuff isn't super scripted. I really like that improv in the moment, you know, that freshness. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Sometimes when there's a blip in a performance, you just got to fake the funk and bring that freshness and keep smiling. Right, right. And I think that kind of makes it, I don't know, I like that too. And I know we've told about this before, like whether it's like the podcasting or just like you're watching. I like seeing like the little blips, the mistakes or like the behind, like how it gets made. Like, like it's just more interesting and exciting that way than like, I remember Dave Grohl said this about like what he does like with the Foo Fighters, like they do it in one take and he and then someone's like, is that the best way for musicians? He's like, 
don't know about everybody else, but that's how we do it, and that's what we like. And he's like, I, I like people to see and hear. You're hearing the raw sound, and I'm like, yeah, that's just great. Yeah, yeah, like that's how you really play. Yeah, I think the behind the scenes stuff of anything is really, really like I'll watch a, a play or like a dance performance, and the whole time I'm thinking about the talent that the lighting designer has or, you know, the people backstage that are pulling props. Like, you know, I love watching that, that clockwork machinery behind it. Well, it's the same here. Cause I think it's so easy for us in our society to just like to see, could we're just think, especially now, and I'm not here to be like, get off my lawn. I'm not <laughs> here to do that, but it's just like, things are so instant. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We forget like, <laughs> Like, wow, that's why even talking about, like, what you and Hans, like, do and, like, the oil, it's like, man, they, it's not just, like, spray oil and go. Here's a camera and the light and go. Like, it's it's hard. Like, not anyone could just go ahead and just go do that and be like, ta-da. Like, that takes <laughs> a lot, you know? Like, <laughs> it's hard to do. And, like, those performers, those, like you said, like, watching, like, a, uh, a theater performance and, like, it's, you see the people on stage. And yeah, the actors work hard, but there it's like, hey, it's like the lighting and the you know, uh, mapping it out, like the um, mapping out like where the, the performers are moving and and the the set design. Like it takes a lot to make this stuff yeah. come together. And without that support, it it falls apart. Um, and in and in fetish, I mean, we are our own small business. You know, social media, marketing, ad, admin, the whole thing. So when it comes to filming, most of us do it in one shot. Um, You know, we don't stop the camera. We just do it. Or, you know, we have to do our own lighting and we have to do our own props or whatever, you know. So you, I think you really develop if you don't have already, but you really develop an appreciation for, for behind the scenes person, for behind the scenes people. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I have been behind the stage and in front of this stage and it really just depends on my mood, which one I like better, but you do, you do gain an appreciation for it. Okay. Okay. So now for February 26th, is, is oil going to be there? Oil is not going to be there, but that does not mean it can't be there. Um, the, event is sort of like focused on face sitting and and breath play, but the uh, mini sessions that people are having, they can be any type of wrestling that they want. Um, So if they want to do, uh, Oh shit, that'd be really good. A surrender. That's an oil wrestling party. Oh, look, see, see great minds coming together. Oh God. I know what my next two are then. Uh (laughs) (laughs) And I'm planning a foot party. Um, Yeah. That, yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, you can you can definitely um, bring oil if you would like, uh, and and something to cover the the mat with, um, and and talk that over with your session wrestler uh, when you when you're working out the details. Um, but yeah, any kind of wrestling, um, female, female, mixed. I mean, all genders and and sexual orientations are welcome and invited. It's a, a friendly space. Um, yeah, it's it's February 26th from 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. Um, there is a live stream option, which will be at 6.30 Eastern time. Um, and again, just 
We have Carlito as our DJ. We have Imogen as our topless tarot. We have Lost Canna Club as our vendor this time. Um, the Face It Orchestra, which is, I can't wait. It's going to be ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, a lot, of, I, a lot of this, especially with Surrender, it's very, like, edutainment. Yes. I like that. I like that word. You kind of you get something, you know, and if you don't feel like wrestling for a moment, then there's something else to look at. No, no, I, I, I mean, I, there's, there's a lot of options. I know for me, I'm uh, as much wrestling as I can get. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm in because this is this is this is like this is this is an event, and it's like I'm going to take it all in. That's why I ask. I'm like, I might just bring the oil and stuff just in case. I'm never, I maybe never use it, but it's like, you know, as my man CJ told me recently, always be prepared. So it's like, absolutely. Always be prepared. Yeah, definitely. Bring the oil. Bring the oil. If it's the end of, there's no shower in this location, but end of the night, I'll, I'll oil wrestle. Uh, okay. Okay. There's towels. There's no. There's no shower in this. The other space had a shower, but it burned. That's down. fine. It That's burned. fine. It, yeah. did, it burned down. It burned down. Oh, that's so sickening. Um. But yeah, yeah, oil wrestling. Why not? Why not? That would be okay. surrender wrestling, and I, I like it when it when it rhymes. Wrestling, and we'll come up with a name, D Rock. We will. We will. We got time. <laughs> we got time. You have. I mean, you have a murder mystery to write first. I do. I have a murder mystery, and I want to set up another foot workshop, a oh, domination workshop, and another uh, pegging workshop. Um, I'm thinking about teaching Femdom 101. Someone suggested it to me, and I was like, hmm, I could do that. Why not? Um, yeah, yeah. So, so, I mean, are these something, like, these surrender, are they, Are you looking to maybe do these on a monthly, like, have, like, a monthly thing, like, or buy, like, every other month? Like, what? what's your... I think um, every two months is fairly manageable for me, um, especially now that I'm kind of in the in the uh, the groove of, of surrender because uh, taste is a different set of events. So surrender is this set of events. Um, and I mean, we always have something new. Uh, last time we had a tattoo artist, um, you know, and, and three other vendors and somebody with food. Um, so it's, it's always a little bit different, but the format is still fairly similar. So I'm able to just, you know, enjoy the, the differences that I can bring out of them. Awesome. Awesome. So where can, uh, people go if they, you know, want to go buy a ticket, if they want to go watch the live stream, where, where's, where's the best place for people to go? The best place for tickets, um, we're selling them on Eventbrite right now. Um, we'll be getting on forbidden tickets if anybody's there. Um, but right now on Eventbrite, it's surrenderbreath.eventbrite.com. It's also on my link tree. Um, all of my links are on my link tree, and that's Linktree the Domcat. Um, so really, if you look up pretty much anything, Twitter, Domcat, OnlyFans, Domcat. Sex Panther, Dom Cat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the Dom, the Dom Cat everywhere. Okay, awesome, awesome. So this is so February 26th, mm-hmm. everyone. So coming up soon, and and we're going to be definitely uh, promoting it on the podcast page. Hell getting yeah. ready for it. Uh, you want to see me sing awful, but you know, 
be a part of the uh, the or the face it orchestra. I'm I, so excited. Yeah, I can't wait to hear you sing like a fucking bird, D-Rod. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. I mean, I, I just I don't want like you're like well, hey after during this orchestra the views like went down drastically. <laughs> what happened? Everyone signs out of the live stream. Fuck yeah, that guy. You're like. They're like, oh God, no, no. It's like I so it's like as long as I don't cost you any like viewership, <laughs> I'm I'm a happy man. You are singing a note after someone lifts their ass off of your face. <laughs> yes. Professionalism is a little bit skewed right now. <laughs> true, true. <laughs> well, I'll know what it's like to feel be like Hans, you know. I'll be like, ah, oh, guess I gotta do this orchestra. I'll take one for the team. <laughs> oh no. You know. Beautiful butt on my face, please. Yeah, go. these yeah. beautiful ladies. Just I, <laughs> I guess I don't know. If I have to. Yeah. So just why? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very like streetcar named Desire. Like why? <laughs> yeah, just like why me? Like <laughs> man, but uh, it's it's so awesome what you're doing and how you're like you said it's it's you're you're teaching but you're entertaining and showing people just what this is all about. And not only like how to do things properly and respectfully and safely, but also just showing like how cool this community is. So like, I just commend you for it and I'm excited to just be a little, little itty bitty part of it. I'm, I'm, I'm pumped. Thank you. I'm so glad you are a part of it. And again, thank you for having me on the podcast. Thank you for doing this podcast. You know, keeping uh, fetish wrestling in the front of everybody's minds. Oh, it's my pleasure. No, it's 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 such a great. I told someone this the other day. I was I was saying like just being able to do this podcast, like, and how much it's brought community even more so in these past three years. It's mm-hmm. just beyond blessing, and, and meeting cool people like you and. And other like fans, like it's just been so cool. So uh, no, nah, so I, I appreciate that. It's uh, it, the pleasure's been mine though. It's it's just so cool to do it. Yeah, it's been great. So for the amazing Domina Katarina, the Domcat Pierce, I'm D Rock. Thank you guys for listening to After Hour Sessions. Take care. Thank you. All right, we're good. Yay! We did it! We did it! That was awesome, as always. (laughs) Good, good, good.